0: Welcome to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell, where each week you hear from safety industry experts and leaders discussing safety culture, team development and the future of the safety industry. If you are looking for help with your safety program or have questions, head to truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Let's get started. Hey everyone. Welcome back to the true safety podcast. with Apollonia Rockwell. Apollonia, how are you doing today?
1: Hey, I'm doing awesome. How are you?
0: I am good. It's exciting that fall weather is kind of starting to like settle in.
1: Oh my gosh, say that to the nine-month pregnant girl. <laughs> no joke. I'm like, any type of coolness. And, and yeah, you're in Colorado too. So we've been getting some like cooler mornings. And it has yep. been amazing and so much nicer on my body than the scorching heat. So yeah, I I also enjoy this new fall weather that we're experiencing. Well,
0: good. Because uh you're leading a large safety company and uh you're also eight months pregnant. So all the relief you can get. Um, so today we're going to talk about hiring. And I know like I've talked with you a bunch about this offline and I just know this is something you've been working, like you've been dealing with this for over the last year, whether there's been times because of COVID, where there was like some clients that had to pause contracts or different things. And then, you know, construction, oil and gas, pretty volatile industries. So there's times where like, you know, employment kind of ebbs and flows as contracts ebbs and ebb and flows. And so there's been some people that you had to let go that have came back. Um, But also there's been some people that have moved on to other opportunities and you've Mm -hmm. like blessed them in that. And hiring has just been hard. I think people have been surprised that hiring has been challenging in the last year. So I want to talk a little bit about that and why having the right team members in place for safety is like absolutely critical to safety culture. Um, so the first question I want to hear from you is like really when you're approaching this, like, let's talk about like, why do you think that in safety, it's especially important to not just like hire anybody, but hire the right person? Like, why do you think that's really true, uh, and important in safety? Maybe, I'll say maybe more so than some other, other roles.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, gosh, my mind goes into so many different, um, like buckets when you mention that, you know, one is that my mind first goes to Always going back to there's not just a safety culture at your company, no matter if you're the owner, or you're just um, whatever on the leadership team, whatever company you're involved with, there's not a safety culture. There's just a culture. And so making sure that you're hiring to your culture As you just mentioned, it has always been critical, but is even more so critical during this time when you are tempted to just hire the person who applied for your job because you're just so grateful that somebody has applied right now. I mean, we're at a labor shortage for all industries for the most part right now. And so, um, hiring to your specific culture is going to, um, not only boost your morale of your current team members. All right. We have somebody who believes in the same things that we believe in, but also there will be a natural, there'll be this, they'll, you have a better shot of having a natural collaboration and come and camaraderie, which lessens your risk overall when it comes to safety. So,
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think that there is a lot of, a lot of culture really does come from management. Um, And also I think it does come from safety. Like safety is talked about so much in construction, oil and gas, a lot of these manual industries. And so I think it's huge to have people that really fit the culture that you want, because safety. I mean, it's one of the most talked about issues in a lot of these companies. So I feel like you have to have people that are going to be the right fit, not just a fit, um, in those roles.
1: Yeah. And what's different too, going back to your first question is why is it so crucial in, in these industries specifically, like if we're talking about construction or trucking or oil and gas is that, um, if you make the wrong hire, you do hire somebody that's off the whim, they have a reckless personality or they have an old school mindset, but you're just trying to fill a labor position is that that one incident as any business owner listening knows is that one incident can shut you down for the year or for the quarter, or it can be a, Maybe it doesn't shut you down, but it can at least put a huge obstacle in your growth plan because we had one reckless incident. And now as we're trying to gain new work, new opportunities, we're having to describe why we have a high TRIR rate, which eliminates us from certain bid lists or eliminates us from working with certain clients. Mm -hmm. So that's how that's the other bucket that I'm thinking of, too, is just um, you can't do anything about your safety record.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So there's some positions you've been hiring for for a long time um, because you've been really wanting it to be the right person. When you and your team is approaching this, like what constitutes a great team member?
1: For me, number one is an ownership mindset. I think that that's huge. I think that what I've learned over the years is that you're not really you're not really looking for somebody, let's say in the construction world, and you're asking like maybe safety related questions. And that would maybe make sense, but I think even further, like what's even more deep rooted than asking safety questions. If you're trying to fill like a labor position or adding, you know, team members in that capacity is that you're looking for an ownership mindset. And that all relates to safety and just how you show up. But somebody that's able to take ownership, whether they made a mistake, whether their team member made a mistake. And it's like, Hey, how did I contribute to this? Even though my team member, um, had an incident. I was on the job site too. And I saw what they were doing was wrong and I let it happen. But, and so you're looking for somebody that has an ownership mindset where it's like, Hey, even though it's not me, I'm going to stop the job. That's how it all relates to safety too. You know, I'm going to stop the job because this person next to me, even though I don't know them, I know what they're doing is wrong. It's none of my business, but I'm going to, I'm going to step in and make sure they're doing the right thing. I mm-hmm. think so that ownership mindset's huge.
0: How do you how do you identify that in interviewing or you know that's not necessarily something somebody's going to put on a resume?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean if you're in an interviewing process right now or you're a part of that sequence of interviewing, I would kind go to Google and see what kind of scenarios there are because you're right. It's not a straightforward, Hey, do you have an ownership mindset, but you could, um, craft at least some scenarios that are either related to things that you do at work or just some, um, human scenarios. Like, Hey, how did, how did your last employer treat you? Like, or what was, what was your experience at your last employer? Um, like, I mean, you'd be surprised just asking that basic question. Somebody can either say, oh, I left, you know, on great terms. I'm still friends with everybody there. Um, Mm -hmm. It just wasn't the right fit. Or you get somebody that's like, let me tell you about my last job. And then they'd start to tell you all these victim stories of like, they treated me wrong. They, you know, they did this, 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 this. And, and sometimes that may be the case, but it's, you're just understanding like how their mind, um, how their mind really ex- like captured that experience, you know, were they are they owning yeah. up to anything that they did? Like, you know, if it was all victim um mentality, it's like, oh, okay, this isn't the best fit for you here at True Safety, right. or somewhere else. Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So then once I, I think a lot of people are confused as they're like, okay, unemployment's been high. Yeah. But it's been incredibly hard to hire people yes um so that leads to like just wanting like you need people and so Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people have been maybe not patient and so they haven't gotten the best team members Mm -hmm. um because they've been like well we need somebody now Mm -hmm. what's helped you to stay patient make sure you hire the right people as opposed to just being like, okay, we need to get people in the door now, whoever applies, like we're going to, and not that you would take in bad employees. Um, but I think like that patience is challenging when it's hard to hire to like really wait out for somebody that you feel like is a great candidate.
1: Yeah. Well, here's a piece of advice is that when, when there wasn't such a labor shortage, we were able to, everyone is looking for the right, um, skills and experience, but also the right culture fit. So here's my piece of advice is that it is so hard to bring people in right now. When you're looking at um, um, like the experience, the skills, the expertise, and you're looking at the culture piece and you're like, which one of the two can I fudge on? <laughs> like, which of the two can I, you know, maybe not focus on the most? It's the skills and experience piece. I mean, not every job position um, can you do this with, but for the bulk of it, you can still hire towards culture and they don't have the experience that you're looking for. But I think now more than ever, if you're going to make a quicker hire than anything and you just have to do it, you're going after someone who you know is good. Like they are a good human and they do the right thing, they own up to their mistakes, but they're willing to grow. I'll take that person all day long. Versus somebody who has all the expertise in the world, but they're, they're not a good culture fit. And it's like, Oh, let's just hire them because they know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They treated everyone terrible and they're really not a team member and they have a victim mindset, but oh, let's just bring them on. I would rather bring on somebody who's just easygoing, good right. heart. They want to grow. And then we'll just train them up. You know, nobody wants to spend the time training. We're going to have to spend the time training.
0: i mm-hmm. I'm sure. Some of those lessons have came from not doing that Uh, at times, obviously I don't want you to like mention names and throw people under the bus, but maybe describe some scenarios where you've learned some lessons when it comes to hiring and building a team that have been like hard pills to swallow.
1: Yeah. Well, going back to ownership mindset first, you know, I think that whenever we had a team member that wasn't the right culture fit, I always think back going to ownership, like how did I contribute to this? You know, ultimately, I brought them on and there was there was a a, I have ownership in that. And I didn't train them enough or I didn't identify that they weren't the best team member as soon as I could have and then made a, a transition. So here's my learning pieces on that. Going back to your question, is that. I just learned this going through Vistage, going through like CEO training and being in, you know, groups like that. I, I struggled with keeping people on that. I knew weren't a good fit because I just couldn't have hard conversations. Like mm-hmm. I value peace and positivity. So it's really hard for me yeah, to have different ways. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, 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 recently learned to think of it different because I mentioned that in a group one setting last week. And another, uh, another CEO told me, they're like, you, you can't ever think about it like that, Apollonia. Like if you need to part ways with somebody like set that person free so that they can thrive and do great at another organization, because that person is going to do good somewhere else, just not with you. Like, that's how you think about it in the future and i was like wow i never really thought about it that way i always thought oh my gosh letting go of somebody is going to be the worst thing in the world and i'm going to hurt their feelings and so then i just would hold on to somebody that wasn't a good culture fit yeah and yeah thinking about it that way is like let people free and and do right by people and right. what's doing right for them is by letting them thrive in another space
0: yeah. I mean, we talk a lot about the culture aspect here and it starts with people. And if it's not a fit with the people, then you can't really expect the culture to be good. And ah. know, obviously further than that, we have, a uh, you know, a lot of actual safety issues that come from not having not having a healthy culture where people are taking ownership and are responsive. So mm-hmm. as we kind of bring this conversation to a close, you mentioned a couple tips kind of throughout this, but what would be some advice that you'd have to people that specifically they're hiring around safety right now? They're trying to build up their safety team or bring in the right team members for their safety team.
1: Yeah, my biggest piece of advice would be if somebody doesn't have the experience, the CSP, CIH certification, uh, titles, whatever it may be, still look for good people during this time and, and hired. And what I mean by that is look for people that fit your core values at your company. And even if they don't have experience, um, you can. it'll take more time to train them up on the skills piece but most likely you're going to win at the end all day long by bringing somebody in that is positive. They're a team player. They have an ownership mindset, whatever your core values are. Mm-hmm. And then you could still train them up. Um, they'll take some extra time. It'll, it's the longer route, but it's the, it's the worth it route for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. Well, Apollonia, thanks for sharing some stories from your you're past with all this. And, uh, I encourage anybody that is going through the hiring process or is thinking about their team. Just, you just gotta be patient. You have to know what you want. Um, and, and again, like, look, at. I think that ownership mentality is so, so important because you want to have people that are willing to take initiative. Um, I think, I think that's a huge piece of culture and especially of safety. So mm-hmm. Apollonia, thanks for Thanks for sharing today and, uh, to everybody else. We'll see you next time on the true safety podcast.
1: See you next time. All right. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the true safety podcast with Apollonia Rockwell. If you are looking to save time and money with your safety program this year, we'd love to hear from you head to true safety services.com slash podcast to schedule a free call with our team where we will help you identify the biggest opportunities for growth in your company and safety program and we'll connect you with the right resources to help you grow. Again, that is truesafetyservices.com slash podcast. Thanks so much for listening. We will see you next week. And if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to the podcast and share with your friends. If you know anyone who needs to hear this episode today, click the share button and send them this episode.